Hey everybody, welcome back to Two Brothers Archery. Um, just want to hop on here real quick, uh, give you guys a sneak peek of what's going to be coming up this week. Um, got Jared to uh, commit to hopping up on here so that uh, we can discuss some things. Um, I'm thinking that he's going to be a regular, and he's going to be the co-host slash uh, interpreter as to what I'm trying to say to everybody. Um, but like I said in the last podcast, uh, we went out, we did a hunt uh, a couple nights in a row there. Um, did strike some luck. Um, was able to put a tag on one. Uh, so we'll be bringing you that story. Tried to figure out uh, how we got lucky and how we are able to put one on the ground. Also wanted to talk about a couple of hot topics right now. Obviously, like I uh, said in the previous episode, we got a lot of fronts uh, kind of moving in here in northeast Wisconsin. Um, we had a a high uh, Saturday of 57. Today's high was only 49 Sunday. So we're starting to see some, some temperature swings. We're starting to see some bucks on their feet. Um, I noticed driving the other day, we're heading out to the farm, and uh, we had a couple of bucks walking a, fe- walking a fence line. So I think that you're starting to see some, some daylight movement. Um, it, it's coming here. Um, we're heading into the first week of September, which is always kind of our benchmark week. Uh, we've had a lot of success on that week. So we always use that as kind of our benchmark um, when things are going to are gonna heat up and when things are going to really start to, to pick up as far as movement. Um, everybody has different opinions of the rut um, as far as when it starts, when it ends, when it happens. The rut happens every time, or uh, the same time every year, rather. Um, it's a matter of how the weather dictates the movement. It's a matter of how we interpret the movement. Um, we went out on an earlier sit um, a couple weeks ago, and we had deer moving. Um, we had no real mature bucks on camera. Um, late at night, they were on camera. Um, but they just kind of up and disappeared. I mean, we, we had bucks on camera for a while and they kind of disappeared. Um, but yet you're starting to see these, the little bucks push, push does around, you know, like I said, this was a couple weeks ago. And, um, you start to ask yourself, well, do the mature bucks have that first doe and estrus locked down? Are we to that point yet? Um, and that's hard to prove, um, unless you have a trail cam picture of them, you know, seeking a doe or um if you do a lot of hunting where you can you know lock that down you know your area you know your herd um you can make that assumption based on what you're seeing but unless you're doing that um it becomes kind of a guessing game i think personally um and like i said i mean i'm not the gospel by any means but um you know it's different everywhere you go the weather dictates a lot of the movement you know i mean we uh, last year we had that warm spell, uh, end of October, um, where we were in the seventies. Uh, I remember Jared was hunting that week and, uh, he was texting me from his tree and he's like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't cool down. I'm sweating my balls off. Um, and that, that sucks. Um, you're, you're waiting for that cool down. Uh, fortunately this year we've had, um, kind of the adverse effect we've had. We had a couple of warm stretches, but we finally hit that big cold front and uh it cooled temps off and they stayed cool um i think that's a a big thing to keep the movement going because um when it's warm like that the deer they, they don't move they don't react well to it 
Um, and as we saw last year, after that big warm-up, I mean, things really kicked off. They were hot and heavy for a while. They were waiting on that cool weather. Um, I like to think it's no different than humans. Um, I hate I hate the hot. I hate the heat and humidity. Um, and when you get a stretch of that in end of October, you enjoy it because, you know, it's the last hurrah, but um, it still doesn't make it any less miserable. But... Um, so yeah, we got we had some pockets of cold fronts coming in, um, working their way through. We had a couple of uh, we had a rain day there um, as well, which you know changed the movement a little bit. Um, but coming up here, I know uh, Jared's gonna be going out uh, a couple times this week. I'm sure um, try to tag one there. Uh, we had a couple of uh, different bucks that showed up on camera over the weekend um, that are a little bit more towards daylight. Um, on both properties so we're, we're kind of chasing making the, the tough decision of okay wh- where do we go what do we do um, based on weather fronts based on pictures activity things like that you kind of make a choice and go with it um, I'm always curious as to how people make that decision if you've got multiple properties you know do you lean more towards the I got trail camera pictures this camera's hot this deer's coming through patterning them or are you playing it more by the weather and you know your past experiences um we kind of played that this last week and and got lucky we we hung with with the plan that we had set early on and it it worked out um and i can't wait to get jared on here and explain how that all worked and and how that uh that hunt went down because that was (laughs) it was it, it uh it happened real quick and um neither one of us saw it coming um it literally was out of nowhere, um, but uh, we'll we'll share that story with you and explain kind of how we're set up and what what we were doing and why we <laughs> had that property set up the way we did, which we uh, we didn't follow through on. Uh, we were intending to set it up to to film, and we still haven't gotten around to it. So that kind of shoots that in the foot. But that would have been a good one to film. Um, but yeah, you know, upcoming stuff that we're going to be talking about. Um, I know. It, food plots is a huge thing that I want to talk about, um, in depth with Jared. Um, Jared started hunting with, with me, um, a couple years back here. Um, and he's been, been, um, a big influence as to how we do things because my dad and I, we, we've done a lot of these food plots over the years. Uh, we're uh, six years. We've been doing food plots now over the years. Like it's been 20. Um, We've always kind of done it one way, you know. We we had it set up the way we thought the deer were moving, kind of go go about it that way, and rely on past experiences. And it's been nice to have uh, have Jared come in and say, "Hey, well, what about this and what about that?" Um, different aspects, you know, different input. Um, my wife too, you know, she saw the way we were set up, and you know, when we started doing food plots um, at the our other property. We really didn't have a barometer as to where the deer were moving, and you know we just kind of set it up and we went. And now we're we're seeing the the effects of those food plots um, and our setup there. But it's nice to have different people's opinions and uh, different thought processes based on their experiences. Um, Jared's hunted a little bit more in the North Woods, um, where there isn't that that uh, that egg land. Um, he's hunted more heavy woods and and uh, I guess I could say brush country, um, but um, you know down down here we're more more egg 
related, um, more ag agriculture fields. Um, we're, we're banking on a lot of that. Harvest time has a big thing to do with that and the movement. Um, so we're, we're putting all those things together. Um, so it's nice to kind of have both aspects of that. Um, but I think the best weeks of hunting as far as bow hunting, um, are here are yet to come. I think that this week's going to be really good. Um, I'm excited. My dad's going to be hitting the woods too. My uncle's been hitting the woods. So we're going to, we're going to start to see kind of where we're at. Um, as far as the rut, like I said, this week on our calendar has been always been a good one. Um, as well as into the following week. So I'm hoping that, uh, this week we bring a lot of success. Um, I hope that Jared can get one on the ground in these next uh, couple of days when he's going to go out there and, and put, put a hunt together. Um, at the same time, we're losing, uh, we're losing daylight, uh, daylight savings next weekend. Also, uh, you're losing days. I mean, gun hunting is, you know, three weeks away. Um, and things really get shaken up, uh, after gun hunting. Um, as far as late season bull hunting, it gets kind of, gets kind of tricky. Um, I've done a little bit of late season bull hunting. Um, I haven't done a lot, um, but I know it's, it, uh, definitely is a different, it's a different battle. It's a different beast. Um, food becomes king. Uh, it also depends on if we got snow or not. Um, I know one year we, we had a food plot of, uh, turnips and radishes and they did not rip that up until that thing was, you know, covered with us six inches of snow and all of a sudden it was like a massacre i mean they ripped everything out of the ground and um so that was that was kind of cool unfortunately we weren't sitting on it at the time but we had a bunch of pictures and um it was kind of neat but all that stuff comes into play a lot of stuff gets jockeyed around uh during gun season um, we got enough enough hunting groups up here that they drive deer so they're pushing deer around um especially that last week in the gun season and uh it really really stirs up the the herd um especially if if you get a good handle on your herd and you know what deer you've been seeing what movement you've been seeing and all of a sudden that uh 10-day gun season comes up and you're just like holy cow everything is uh pushed around you might not see deer on property for a couple weeks thereafter and where they all go um it's been pushed around some of them some of them have been harvested it's always it's always an interesting feat um so we'll be talking about that um there's there's so many topics to talk about and i know that uh i bounce around a lot i got a lot of stuff rolling in my in my noggin so i'm hoping that jared can help uh keep me on track and um help bring the points that i'm trying to make and uh the things that we'd like to talk about and kind of keep us going in the right direction um so i'm hoping to get him on here um we're trying to figure out our structure yet as to when we're gonna be able to to do this this podcast together and um, try to bring it to you weekly, I think is, is the game plan. But, um, like I said, we're, we, we both have families and, and jobs, so it's, it's tough, but, um, we're definitely going to work on it and try to get a schedule, um, figure out when we can do this and who knows, it might just be sporadically when we can and, and, uh, whatnot. So I just want to hop on here. We got, uh, we got some good, good stuff coming up here, um, this week, um, we're going to review that hunt and, and talk about the upcoming hunts that uh, we got coming this week with the uh, weather fronts pushing in. Um, fall is definitely here. It's definitely set in. Um, temperatures are going to be in the in the upper the uh, low 40s for highs, which is prime weather. Um, I love it. So we're going to be uh, getting into that. Um, like I said, we're going to tackle a bunch of different topics and see what uh, 
what's on Jared's mind um, as he tries to to put one down. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to be coming up with some uh, good stuff here. And uh, thanks for checking us out. Thanks for listening.